three weeks ago, we switched up our program. We began a brand new, lesson target-centric, project-based approach to TAB. Um, at the time, I, I mentioned that I'd be offering updates so you could follow along, <laughs> follow along with us and see how our progress, or lack thereof, <laughs> you know, and, and see how it's going, basically. Well, today we're going to take a look at how we've been doing these first three weeks. Hey, I'm your host, Ian Sands. Let's try to make some artists. All right, let me start with a short overview of exactly what we've been trying to accomplish. Um, this is going to be a high-level view. If you would like more, you want to learn more about the details, you can take a listen to our previous podcasts. Um, there was the one titled The Project Matrix, and the one before that, Art Anytime, Anywhere. In short, we are a tab art department, so we believe the student is the artist and the art room is their studio. This means that students make choices about the subject of their art, about the medium they're gonna select, and really the scope of their project, uh, the project size, uh, their self-imposed deadlines. Previously, we applied a version of the artistic process. Uh, we started with inspiration, then design, create, and reflect. We provided the inspiration each week. I would sometimes give themes, artistic behavior units, uh, and these provided a good starting point. However, in the new method, the new project matrix, we exchanged uh, some of these phases for new phases. So instead of starting with inspiration, we replaced it with identify. And with identify, the goal is for the student to begin with a learning target and customize that learning target. And that gives them a direction for the rest of the process. We followed that up by replacing design with explore. Now that they've got their learning target, we want them to explore exactly what it is they're trying to learn. Maybe they try out materials, experiment with them, play with them. Maybe they watch a video tutorial online they learn how to use whatever it is they're trying to learn to use and then from there they instead of creating they apply what they have learned and what they've been trying to accomplish based on their learning target so we replace create with apply and then finally wrap it up with reflect which is still very similar the student goes back and looks at what they did but this time what did they accomplish? Did they meet that learning target that they started with? So now the whole thing comes full circle. So as I mentioned, I'm just giving this short, very short overview. Again, if you want to listen, go back and check out the podcast before this, or if you're visual, if you want to see it, uh, with your own eyeballs. <laughs> There's a website for that. We developed theartportal.weebly.com and each one of these phases has a little link you can click on it. So if you click on identify, you can actually see a list of learning targets that are standard based that we, that we give the students. If you click on explore, you can see some of the videos we offer just to get them started, a good starting point there, and, and the rest of it. So I suggest you go there, theartportal.weebly.com and, and check it out. Steal anything you want. If you see something on there and you're like, hey, this might work in my classroom, steal it, take it, have fun. But before you do, you're probably going to want to know how it's going. We've been doing it for a couple of weeks now, and I can I can tell you we've run into a few struggles. We've had a, a couple of hang-ups, um, and, and, but these struggles fall into two categories. So let me just describe it there for a minute before you be like, wait, it didn't work? <laughs> no. no, actually, there are two categories of, of struggles we are dealing with. The first is things that are out of our control. That's number one. Number two, uh, there are other things that are in our control that we can't control because of the things that are out out of our control. See number one. So let me start by just telling you about the things that are out of our control. Now here was the plan. We understood that this was a big new process and we wanted to roll it out to the students and like anything else in tab you don't want to just drop everything in their lap. 
to begin with. You want to modify it, tighten it down, and just give them it in little chewy pieces they can they can swallow. You don't want to give them this big piece of meat. They got to cut with a steak knife and cut their little fingers off. They're not ready for that yet. So we were going to give it to them in little bite-sized pieces. And the way we were going to do that was roll things out very slowly and simply the first week of school. Now, the first week of school actually wasn't a full week of school. We had off that Monday and came in on a Tuesday. That was fine. We were going to introduce the Project Matrix on Tuesday with the Inspire by Wednesday, have them exploring by Wednesday, have them making a Thursday, have them making a small piece of art. And then Friday, wrapping that piece of artwork up, finishing off the matrix with a quick reflection, just a little simple, just introduction to the project matrix. Now, when we did identify, we only gave them one learning target. We said, this is what your learning target is. You don't even have to pick from a whole list. We gave them that. And then when we did the explore, we gave them a couple, not a whole bunch, just a few materials to choose from, limited materials to choose from, mostly just dry and uh, color, uh, you know, oil pastels, chalk pastels, color pencils, black and white, charcoal pencil, just keeping it real simple, not getting into paint and all that other messy stuff like that. Just keeping it real simple so they could do a couple of quick explorations and then create a piece of artwork, roll it all out by Friday. So that makes sense, right? Pretty simple. Well, <clears throat> and we did it. We did it that first week. And then our plan was for the second week to offer a few learning targets, like maybe four they could choose from, open up a few more materials. And then the third week, the same thing, open it up, keep opening up larger and larger. And pretty soon everyone would get it and everything would work just swimmingly. The key word to all this is when I say week. <laughs> Okay, that word week is something that just did not happen. We haven't had weeks. If I was being honest, we've had like a week. <laughs> As I mentioned, that first week wasn't a full week. Well, the second week we got in there on Monday, we introduced it again with, like I said, a few limited uh, learning targets, a few more explorations to go through. Uh, but there weren't as many students in school on Monday. And by Tuesday, there were less students in school because kids started getting quarantined and started getting sick. And pretty soon... <laughs> Wednesday, we had more students, I think, out than in. It was it was really bad. And on Thursday, they actually shut down our school. So they shut it down that Thursday and Friday. We went into the weekend, and Monday was Martin Luther King. So now we're going into our third week, starting on Tuesday again without a full week. And I thought, well, you know, we're just going to try to roll it out again and kind of keep going with it. But uh, I thought the students would be back. We had five days there where we had some quarantine and no one was in school, but it didn't work that way. In fact, there weren't that many kids in school on Tuesday, and it seemed by Wednesday and Thursday, uh, at one time, I think I had 11 kids out of my class. I had 29 students in the classroom, 11 of them were absent, quarantined or sick, I'm not sure. So this Omnicrom thing has been going around and affecting the schools. To make matters worse, <laughs> it started to rain, and when it rained and it was 30 degrees, it started to freeze, so they closed school on Friday. <laughs> so when I say week, uh, we haven't had three weeks. We've had about seven days or so to, to try to get this off the ground. So that has been a big problem in trying to introduce this. Um, but having said that, um, it, it, it has at least been introduced. And in some ways it has worked. And what I found is that there are three types of students that are engaging in this at some level. So I'm going to explain what those three types of students are and, and what we're kind of experiencing with these, with these three groups. Student uh, type one, I'll say, is about 5% of the students uh, totally engaged in the project matrix. I mean, jumping in like 
full feet like this is like they're just whoa this is great it's just what i wanted i'll give you an example i've got this group of girls who are creating these um cardboard dinosaurs and then they create the cardboard and they're making them three-dimensional and they're wrapping them in yarn and giving out googly eyes and they're actually creating a whole they told me this an army of dinosaurs a whole army of dinosaurs so i secretly on the side have created a a few asteroids out of cardboard so in case their army of dinosaurs get out of control i've got some way of taking back the class so got my asteroid ready to go if things get out of hand um, another student I had an advanced student and this is why I think art anytime anywhere is going to work uh, who was very much into oil paints and doing landscapes with oil, oil paints and getting very sophisticated at it had another student a younger student who was like that's cool how do you do that and he was like let me show you and he got out he brings in his own easels and some of his own oil paints and he just showed her how to do it he gave her a demonstration showed her how to do it had her do one so now she's sitting there working on oil painting I mean this is like crazy when you're thinking about less than three weeks into school and I got kids making you know helping other kids on top of that and, and learning how to oil paint so that's my my student one category like I said about five percent um, but great great that's where I want to get everybody that's where I want everyone to be and what I'm hoping the project matrix will be so group number two is probably about 90 percent of the class <clears throat> they are working through the project matrix uh, they're they've been picking out they can do their their IP their individual learning targets no problem they start working on their explore and then what happens is they get bogged down in the explore that's one of the things I noticed uh, where I think the explore is gonna be a one-day thing they just go really into it like they're gonna turn this little exploration like I want to make this little oil paint uh, this little oil pastel drawing uh, of, of a landscape and it should take like a half an hour and they're working three days on it so so they're not getting to the apply part in the sense that I want them to. I want them to say, okay, learn how to use those oil pastels and do that little landscape. Now go make your own original landscape. Go make your own original work of art. And they're not doing that. They're just really diving into that. Um, so that's that's sort of maybe an issue, a concern. At this point, I'm not really worried about it because I feel like we're so early in learning this whole project matrix that eventually they're going to get bored with doing those tutorials and they're going to want to make, they're going to see these other people doing these oil paintings and making these dinosaurs and, and they're stepping out and doing all those other cool things and they're going to they're going to do that. So that's what I'm hoping is going to happen. Uh, so like I said, not a bad thing. It's just a, something I want to keep in the back of my head. That's the direction I want to get them in. The last group of students uh, is is probably like, less than five percent it's a couple of kids in each class but they're the ones who sit there and, and just aren't doing anything and so when i have the conversation with them i'm like well what's going on and they're like i don't know what to do and it's kind of not true they do know what to do because <laughs> i just say you know have you gone to the art portal have you clicked on the explore page have you gotten off your butt and walked over there and gotten some oil pastels and done the tutorial uh <laughs> i keep giving oil pastels in this example i don't have all my kids doing oil pastels all day long just understand that i just keep throwing that out as my example but to say that the kid is sitting there not doing anything and telling me he uh he doesn't know what to do now i think some people might even call this kid label him as lazy <laughs> and it could be. He could be lazy. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, why doesn't he want to get off his butt and go over and get some materials off the shelf? Like, is it too far away? Or he'd rather just sit there and do nothing? Or it's just easier to, like, play on his phone or play video games or whatever? You know, maybe that's more fun. Maybe it's more interesting to him. So maybe it's not that he's not that he's lazy it's just that he's not going to engage and he has no desire to engage in it so maybe they're not lazy maybe they're just resistant 
or reluctant, uh, whatever you want to label it, uh, they're not engaging in the matrix. So that might need some handholding. I might have to actually go down there and be like, not just say, hey, have you have you looked at the art portal? But maybe I need to grab the Chromebook, open it up and be like, this is the art portal. Look, I'm clicking on this right now. Look at this tutorial. Does that one interest you? Does that one interest you? Yes. Okay, that one right there. Let's walk over here. Here's where those materials are. Hand it to him. Put them in his hand. Get him to sit down and start. Now go ahead and run through that tutorial. Watch it and do it. You, they might need some handholding. That, that might be the case. I'm not sure. We're, but I'm going to keep an eye on that and see where that goes. The one thing I can say if I was going to summarize all of this and all these issues is that I don't think it's unique to the project matrix. I feel like obviously um, the, pro the, the issues that are out of our control are out of our control for every teacher in our school and any teacher out there like yourself who's dealing with school closings, hybrid teaching, still kids not being in school, Omnicrom and such, uh, you know what I'm talking about. This could happen in any, in any way. And I also think the students that I identified, the types of students, the kid who's the overachiever, the kids who are just kind of getting it and just kind of playing it safe right now, and even the kid who's like, man, I don't want to do it, are, are not unique to TAB or to the Project Matrix. If I were giving a teacher-directed project with everybody in the class doing a still life, I think I still would have those three types of students in my class. So I think that's just the way that is right there. And I'm just going to have to keep working through those things. So right now, that's just a simple update to tell you where we are with the Project Matrix. Um, I'll give you another update in a week or two. Uh, hopefully, I'll have some better news. We'll get some kids into class and we'll get this thing up and working. Till then, get out there and make some artists.